0: Welcome to Female Inner Power, the podcast for women who don't want to choose between work success and life happiness. I'm your host, Nomi melkian leadership coach and courage catalyst. Each week, I will share a refreshingly honest conversation about how to trust your intuition, lead from female power in male dominated spaces, and inspire you to be a more confident force for good in the world. Are you ready? Welcome, welcome to another episode of Female Inner Power. Can you be a strong woman leader, a strong female leader, if you show a lot of emotion? Hands up if you have ever been told that you're too emotional, that you were just showing too much emotion. You need to calm down and just not be so emotional about it. I have been told so. And I have coached countless women and had countless conversation with women, friends that have had some kind of expression like that said to them by a man. Yikes. As I was doing research for this topic and looking at what I wanted to say on this, I found a Forbes article that actually made me rather upset. Um, and I'll read a little bit from it. And I'll link to it in the show notes too. Okay. This link between the emotional label and the legitimacy of a woman's arguments was established in recent studies published in the Psychology of Women Quarterly. Study participants read a dialogue between two people disagreeing. During the conflict, a woman or a man was told to calm down. When a woman was instructed to calm down, the participants rated her argument in the disagreement In the disagreement as significantly less legitimate. In a similar study where the woman was labeled emotional, the researchers obtained the same results in both situations. The woman's credibility takes a hit. Interestingly, the men's legitimacy doesn't take a hit when they're labeled emotional or told to calm down. That's because people don't believe the emotional label when it's applied to men. The researchers write that participants believed the emotional evaluation when it was directed towards women, but did not believe it when directed toward men. Specifically, when both women and men were called emotional in identical circumstances, women characters, in the disagreement, were perceived as more emotional than the men characters. Oh my, that really (laughs) woke my fire inside. I remember a friend of mine uh, sharing conversations conversation she'd had in her company. And her boss had been there, some other people. And afterwards, her boss had said to her, you're really being too emotional about this. Like, you need to stop being so emotional about it. She was furious. She went back to him and said, I am passionate about this because I care and because it matters. I think he, I think actually he called her like, you know, you're being too female about it. (laughs) It was just, I mean, a lawsuit waiting to happen. Um, But this is a few years ago. This was published in 2022. We see this a lot in political arguments. In political debates, right? Hillary Clinton was either too emotional or not female enough, and not showing enough emotion. I mean, hello, <laughs> how easy it is to be a woman. Don't be too emotional, but if you don't show emotion, we don't trust you either, because then are oh, you really a woman? What does it even mean to be too emotional? I am feeling emotional. I am emotional. Well. Thank God you're feeling some emotion. Feeling emotion means we can feel joy. We can feel elation. It means we can feel love. It means we can feel grief when something horrible happens. It means that we care that our heart is awake. It means we can feel when something is off. It helps us tune into our inner guidance system and our intuition. But the being emotional, I think, has come from a place of the fearful masculine. And I won't put all men in a camp here, so let's label it as fearful masculine. Not knowing what to do with the emotion and being intimidated by it because it cannot be controlled. And I think that even us women, we can feel overwhelmed by our own emotion and not know what to do with it. It made me think of when I learned... um, yoga birthing techniques for preparing for the birth of my eldest, I remember our teacher talking about the importance of when contractions come to just go with them. I think Boshi told me and I read different places that if you just go with a contraction, you kind of get into a certain state, you know, you move your hips and you're just in it. I mean, it's a little bit like period cramps, right? 'Cause whether you've given birth or not, everyone has every well, every woman has had a period cramp <laughs> or many. And when we try to resist them, when we try to resist pain, it gets worse. When we go with it and we can allow our body to um Move the hips or be in a fetal position or do what the body naturally does, which is a problem when we have to show up in offices and be certain places and we have to pretend that our body doesn't want (laughs) to move in circles or, you know, curl up, right? But when we can allow ourselves to go with the sensation that is happening in our body, it's okay. It moves us. It's not intense in the same way. It feels like Okay, I'm with it. You're in the emotion rather than resisting the emotion. I learned a very powerful framework when I was studying family constellations um, about feelings. And it's from the late Bert Hellinger, who is the founder of lots of the classic family constellation theory. And he talked about four levels of feelings. He talks about primary, secondary systemic and meta meta feelings are like the pure version if there was a pure sort of clean version of the feeling that's that primary is when you feel the feeling really intensely but it moves us we often talk about emotion energy in motion like the the feelings move us right it's a good thing when we feel things because anger can have us suddenly speak up truth we had been holding on to it It actually sets up fire in our body. It lights something in us. The same with love. Love can have us do all kinds of things and we can summon immense amounts of power and strength we didn't know we had when it's for someone that we love and care about. Like emotion is incredibly powerful and a potent energy resource. Secondary emotion is where the emotion has pushed, been pushed down. And the easiest way to think about it is, um, you know, when you had a friend or a teammate that told you a story that when you listen to the words, you go like, oh, my gosh, that's an awful story. But somehow when you listen, you just you don't feel you don't feel anything. You just feel a bit annoyed and kind of like, oh, I'm just tired of hearing the story. Wonder where they're going to stop. That's because they're in secondary and you kind of feel like guilty because, hey, I'm supposed to be feeling something because they're telling me all these awful things. And why am I not feeling something? But I just feel annoyed. It's because the person has squashed down their feelings into secondary and they're stuck. Their feeling no longer moves them anywhere. They were for whatever reason, not able to be with the emotion when it happened, um, often because things are traumatic and we just have to survive and sometimes we just push it down. And they're stuck in the story of the emotion, not actually in the emotion. That is very unappealing to listen to. The third one is systemic feeling, which I'll just give one brief sentence about because it's not really for this conversation. But systemic emotion is when it's actually not ours. Um, For example... You might notice that you very often feel fear, but there's been nothing in your lived experience or nothing much to kind of like validate that fear. Like, why would you feel this much fear? It's very likely that this belongs to the system, maybe to your ancestors, to another place. It's kind of like inherited fear. It's actually not personally yours, even though you feel it. So let's come back to this piece about You know, can you be strong and credible as a woman leader if you show a lot of emotion? Well, first up, we've just identified that feeling your feelings strongly and being in the emotion moves us. It moves us into action. I spent a whole weekend (laughs) spending a lot of time crying on a personal development course in my early 20s, learning to say I feel my feelings strongly rather than the I'm depressed, I'm high and low. It's like, no, I feel my feelings strongly. What doesn't feel good is when we can't ground it, when we don't know how to process the emotion and when we make it wrong. What we make wrong becomes worse because we get stuck. And it becomes more erratic. But actually, if we go with the emotion, it moves, it passes. And what also helps us is to ground, to ground into our feet, to let our energy drop. So it tends to be that as women, we can go higher pitched with our voices. And that just doesn't give us as much credibility. Isn't it sad? I mean, we have to change our voices to be taken serious and let the voice drop. But I do notice that maybe rather than thinking, hey, my voice should be different, because that's entirely unhelpful, and spins a whole nother rabbit hole, that doesn't serve us at all, we can think about dropping our energy, dropping our energy more into our feet. So rather than the energy being sort of up high, it's like, how could I feel this sadness by dropping my energy into my feet? And Just imagine sort of the blood flow, the oxygen traveling from your head into your heart and all the way down to your root chakra and into your feet. And imagine sprouting roots, sprouting roots out of your feet helps ground it. So you don't have to think about how does my voice sound because it's the energy with which it comes. I also want us to find ways to support each other. To back up other women when they are showing up with passion and conviction because it is time to change the tide that showing emotion is bad for business or bad for politics. What? Be Men, if anger, I can't remember where I saw this, but I remember reading this a few years ago, if anger was seen as a proper emotion, men would be seen as too emotional all the time. Ah, oh, We're stereotyping here all over the place. But you know, you know what I mean, right? It. If the male anger, the really unhelpful, seeing red, masculine, fearful anger was seen also as too much emotion. Hey, the men are so over the place with their emotion. And if being numb and not showing any emotion was being seen as just as unhelpful too. Everything here would balance out. Because the truth is, when we have people in power, in politics, in leadership, that are numb, they are stuck in trauma. They did not learn to connect with their hearts. They do not know what they feel. They only have access to one part of the human wisdom. There's so much wisdom in our gut, in our heart. Many people say we have three brains, uh, you know, the brain in our head, our heart brain, and our gut brain. And if you can't feel, you only have access, well, not only to, to the full brain, only to one small part of what's available. So I think that's much more dangerous, people that don't feel anything. I suggest that we learn to be proud, to say, I feel my feelings strongly. And also that we look at how do I ground it? How do I ground my emotions? So one of the things that was revolutionary for me was in 2009 when I learned to meditate. I practice Vedic meditation, comes from the body of Ayurveda, also sometimes called TM, Transcendental Meditation. That process of daily grounding myself has been absolutely fundamental to the quality of my life and me being able to enjoy being a human in this world but also for people to listen to me differently it totally changed the words that people reflected back to me so whereas after I learned to meditate people often say oh you're so calm those weren't words that people used about me beforehand They would have said passionate. (laughs) And people will now say, I love your energy rather than passionate. Now, I love my passion. I'm full of passion. Hopefully you can hear that in every word of this episode. And yet, you know, I mean, when people see it as calmness and energy I like, it means they listen better. It also, most importantly, is a better experience for me. So keep feeling your feelings strongly. Let's root for each other to feel feelings strongly. Let's argue and show the importance of feeling our feelings strongly and that that is full of wisdom and insight that makes better business decisions and that makes better political decisions and that improves leadership in a million different ways. And also, let's look after ourselves so that we don't feel intimidated by our emotions and try and squash them down into secondary. When they feel intense, find ways to create space for you to feel them. Perhaps call up a great girlfriend to hold space for you maybe she just needs to be on the other end of the phone or you know just knowing that she's there thinking of you sending you good vibes right rather than going oh don't feel so strongly it's like you know we need other women to say hey those feelings are valid feel them let those tears flow feel that anger you know feel the rage oh yes Feel the sadness. It's okay. You can't cry too much. You can't be too angry. You won't explode. It is safe for you to feel your feelings. It is absolutely safe. And we can create support around it. We can phone up a friend. We can learn some grounding experiences. You know, I highly believe in meditation, tapping or EFT. You can check out on YouTube. There's so many tapping videos. Um, I I often use that also with clients as a way to release some of what's going on in our body. And there's so many different modalities. But let's not ignore our feelings. The fact that we feel strongly makes us great leaders. It makes us strong women. It makes us powerful in this world because we are activated on more than just the rational logical level we have access to so much more wisdom thank you for listening if you enjoyed this episode please subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes and i would love it if you would rate and review the show as it really does help other women to find it more easily Remember, no matter what's going on around you, it only takes a single breath to start grounding back into your power. So let's take a breath. Feel your power. And go spread the magic.